This will serve as part one of the mid-year review of the prophecies that were released in December. And I simply just want to reintroduce some of the scriptures that I gave to see where we are today. I'm going to be reading from the Passion Translation as well as the Amplified, and I'll start with 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 11 through 12. That was one of the passages that I gave, and it's titled, Living Godly Lives. Peter saying, My divinely loved friends, since you are residents, resident aliens and foreigners in this world, I appeal to you to divorce yourselves from the evil desires that wage war within you. Wow. That right there. We'll come back to that in a second. Verse 12. Live honorable lives as you mix with unbelievers, even though they accuse you of being evildoers, for they will see your beautiful works and have a reason to glorify God in the day he visits. There are a few nuggets in verse 12, but let's go back to verse 11. Do you remember in part two of the insights, prophecies, and revelations for this year, I mentioned that there was a crown given to us in this year, or at least to those who overcome to those who resist those things that are evil, the desires of our hearts. And that's a part of what this is in the year. Now, there is also an inverted crown that will work against us when we choose not to resist the devil and make him flee and submit and surrender to Most High God, to Yahweh. And that's why we're experiencing so much inner turmoil, because God is pulling from the depths of who we are, those things out. I think I've mentioned this several times over the year, that there are some things that are coming out our out of our mouths that we like, where did that come from? There are some things that we never wanted to be exposed or be revealed, things that we thought we could hide, not only from man, but from most high God who sees all. There are things that we even did not know was in our hearts, and there are some things that have been hard for us to admit that we have hidden in our hearts, and God is saying, I want it out now. Listen to me. This is such a strategic time frame. 2021 is such a strategic year within this decade. I mean, they're all prolific and unique in their own right, which was also covered in December about how each year will be unique in this era, in this decade. But 2021 is the year that will determine if we're actually moving forward and progressing or if we're going to stay in the old place. Listen to me and I'll wrap up verse 11 and move on back to verse 12. There were those who entered into the wilderness, but they did not make it through the wilderness. And then there were those who did not make it out of the wilderness. Those are two different things. There are people who perished and died foolishly and senselessly because of their own evil desires waging war against them within themselves. They died and perished in the wilderness. And then many, many others never entered into their there. T-H-E-I-R, there, there, T-H-E-R-E, 
There is a place for us to enter into rest that God has divinely and sovereignly prepared for us, but we must learn how to wage spiritual warfare, legislating in the highest heaven against the evil desires and wars within us. James puts it this way, what's causing the rivalries amongst you? Is it not from the indecencies and impurities in your own hearts that's waging war against each other? So that's why we got to get it out of us. So just decree and declare right now, Father, deliver me. Father, get it out of me. Son of David, have mercy. Verse 12. Now, here's what I want us to understand about verse 12. There are so many people who are fearful to be around unbelievers. And I mean, the, the just take that in the broadest sense, because there's a full spectrum of unbelief. And we're so fearful to come into contact or to be seen in certain places with certain people. But did you remember that Yeshua walked amongst not just a sin-filled people, a sin-sick people, but a sin-filled and sin-sick world? Let that sink in. And he remained undefiled. I like how John Paul Jackson teaches, it's not that Yeshua called upon his divine nature, half God, half man, fully God, fully man. It's not that he called upon his divine nature as God, but what he taught us, what Yeshua taught us was how to live godly in our humanity. Scripture tells us that he became man, he became full flesh, taking on all of the adversities and difficulties and things, temptations is what scripture says, that come against man. He endured, resisted, and overcame them all. That's why he is our chief example. So I want you to understand, do not be fearful when God puts you, moves you, strategically places you, or he calls you out into places where there are unbelievers, because it is for the glory and edification of Yeshua until they see him when he visits. You don't know your actions or inactions might be the determining factor if these people enter into the kingdom of God or not. Wow. But we're sitting here being so holy and stubborn because we don't want to diffuse the fragrance, fragrance of Yeshua. The last thing I want to talk about in verse 12 is that you can be sure that when you, holy, royal priesthood, a king, are amongst unbelievers, somebody's going to have something to say to defame you, to mock you, and to deride you. But you persevere which leads me to my next scripture that was revealed. First Peter 3, 14 through 17. But even if you should suffer for the sake of righteousness, though it is not certain that you will, you are still blessed, happy to be admired and favored by God. Do not be afraid of their intimidating threats, nor be troubled or disturbed by their opposition. I always tell people the Bible is the best prophesier out there. Stop listening and let me rephrase that. Stop bowing down and worshiping men and women who call themselves prophets and also men and women who are in fact prophets. Worship and honor the most high God. This is partially what Joshua was talking about when he said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. 
Israel was at a crossroads and they were released into their promised lands. And Joshua said, you have a choice now. You can continue to believe in Yahweh, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, our God, Israel's God, or you can choose another and you can revert back to the things that caused those to not enter into where you are. But what Joshua was also saying, we will honor almighty God, most high God. So what I want us to understand is when prophets, true prophets of Yahweh are releasing words, it's not just to be cute people of God. You have to record these things down. I will write the vision and I will wait to see it perform. You have to go back and rehearse. You have to understand that some things have been sealed and locked up for a time and a time's time until the ancient of days says now unlock. And when a prophet is releasing that form and that manner of prophecy, you better have your ears wide open to hearken to the voice of Most High God. So when you're hearing prophetic voices tell you before the year begins, ahead of the year, when you hear them telling you that persecution is coming, when you hear them tell you that hardships and difficulties are coming, you are to not think it strange, but God uses prophecy as proactivity rather than reactive and we react to things too much. And that is where the enemy wants us. God wants us in a proactive position. Prophecy is proactive. It goes before. It knows before. It sees and searches and speaks ahead of time those things that have yet to come that are. So when we see all these things in the world befall us, we should not panic or react or think it's strange because we heard the voice of Yahweh before it ever happened. That is the power of prophecy. And that is the weightiness and expectations and requirements. God is sitting in his sons and daughters, the true prophetic voices, but also for those who are not prophets, for us to test and obey and hear prophecies. Verse 15, but in your heart, sit Christ apart as holy, acknowledging him, giving him first place in your lives. Again, this aligns with the crown or shin. That was the Hebrew word of that crown in 2021. God is dealing with what's in our hearts so he can make us whole. He will have a pure and a spotless bride. Always be ready to give a logical defense to anyone who asks you to account for the hope and confident assurance elicited by faith that is within you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. I was heralding this is a year to honor. This is a year to prefer each other in honor. Stop arguing with people. Stop fussing with people. Stop trying to justify and vindicate yourself. Stop trying to prove your point. Stop using the word of God by cutting and slashing and stabbing people with the word instead of using the spirit of truth as a weapon of love. Because when truth is not bathed and wrapped and soaked in love, it's like a candy. All candies have wrappers and an outer coating. That's the love. And what's inside or once you open it, that's whatever it is. Truth, counsel, wisdom, so on and so forth. You can't just be out here throwing truth to people who don't know the spirit of truth. 
So what you do is you have to come in humility. You come in meekness and lowliness. You come in love. That is the example Yeshua gave us. Now to those who are the broods of vipers, the son of their father, Satan, God gave them the spirit of truth and he slapped it across their faces. But we cannot go around cursing. That is exactly what we're doing. We cannot go around cursing and word cursing and using prophecy against. That's also called soothsaying. That's what Balaam was. We cannot use scripture to curse people because we have not yet learned how to love. So when someone is in question or when someone does not follow the directives of the scriptures and truth and the life that we live, it's a time for us to show them gently and with respect why we believe what we believe. Verse 16, and see to it that your conscience is entirely clear so that every time you are slandered or falsely accused, those who attack or disparage your good behavior in Christ will be shamed by their own words. Stop responding and answering to everything. Again, this is a year in review. Go back and look at yourself the past seven months from this word that was released back in December of 2020. Where do you stand? You see, God is estimating all of our hearts and we're going to have to give an account for the things he has spoken and called us to obey and listen to and deliver. And he's also going to demand a response of how did we use, do, perform, execute, live the things he's put before us, that he's given unto us. Last verse 17, for it is better that you suffer unjustly for doing what is right. If that should be God's will, then you suffer justly for doing wrong. So those of you who are being persecuted, that was a part of the word that there was going to be persecution this year. I did not know what it looks like, what it looked like fully. I didn't know where it was coming from. I didn't know where it was going to be, but I knew that persecution was coming in 2021. That was a word the Father gave me. So the counter word for that was endurance. The counter word for that was the crown of life. The countering for that is that when we chose to live honorable lives and we chose to continue and persevere, that God would greatly bless us. So to those of you who are being persecuted for whatever reason, regardless of minor or severe persecution, God counts it as blessing and he does not consider it a minor or little thing. You will receive a reward. I declare over you, your rewards are sure. And I bless you and I speak courage to your bones in Yeshua's name, those of you who are enduring persecution. Another passage I gave is from 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 14 through 17. I'm reading from the Amplified. If you are insulted and reviled for bearing the name of Christ, you are blessed, happy with life, joy, and comfort in God's salvation, regardless of your circumstances, because the spirit of glory and of God is resting on you and indwelling in you. He whom you, they curse, you glorify. Make sure that none of you suffers as a murderer or a thief or any sort of criminal in response to persecution or as a troublesome meddler interfering in the affairs of others. But if anyone suffers ill treatment as a Christian because of his belief, he is not to be ashamed, but is to glorify God because he is considered worthy to suffer in his name. 
For it is the time destined for judgment to begin with the household of God. And if it begins with us, what will the outcome be for those who do not respect or believe or obey the gospel of God? You see, that was the part about this is his house. We're coming into 2022 where it's also the house, but it's different. You'll hear more about that later on towards 2022. I'll share and talk about that prophetically. You cannot separate Aleph and Bet or Aleph Bet as we call it, or it has become to be the alphabet. You cannot separate Aleph, father, and Bet, the son. And in the son, according to Hebrew, excuse me, in Aleph and Bet, according to Hebrew, one, Aleph, Bet, Two, one plus two equals three. Three minus two equals one. The triune God, three and one God, one Father, two Son, three Holy Spirit. So 2021 is representative of all characteristics and beings in the Godhead Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's why I exhorted you all to continue to cry out for the anointing, for the infilling, for the outpouring of Holy Spirit, because Holy Spirit had a work in this year. Holy Spirit hovered over this year, but we'll see Holy Spirit on the mainstream in subsequent years in this decade. Also, Yeshua was in this year because again, you cannot, uh, you can't separate the Godhead. But primarily, this was about the father. It was about progeny. It was about destiny. It was about the father has prepared a house. And I am calling those who have ears to hear. And I am saying you are welcomed in my house. But what I want to tie this into is verse 17. And I always try to get believers to understand this. He starts with his people first. It's right there in 1 Peter 4. 17. So if he's starting in his house first, Aleph, Bet, 2021, if the father is starting in the Bet, the house first, that's why this is indicative of this year has a house in it. And he's getting us right, the Shen, the crown that is inverted when we don't submit and we are continuously allowing the wars within us to to overcome and overpower us or the crown that God will give us to those who overcome and those who resist. That's what's going on in his house. He's dealing with the sons and daughters first and God is dealing with those issues. I'm not going to repeat everything I said, but please go back and listen to, I specifically talk about the Hebrew meaning of 2021 in episode two back in December. Go back and listen to all that. God is has made a table and he has said to the sons in his house, settle the differences we're still bickering and arguing over petty stuff. I mean petty because we can't see the bigger picture because we have not yet learned how to be meek, lowly, and honor, which was a requirement in this year to go low. You still have people who are elevating themselves. You still have people who are speaking out of the flesh and calling it the spirit. You still have the religious spirit rampant in the house of God. And God is saying, I want that spirit 
cast it out of you. And I want you to be filled with my spirit, power, love and sound mind. Verse 18, and if it is difficult for the righteous to be saved, what will become of the godless and the sinner? Therefore, those who are ill treated and suffer in accordance with the will of God must continue to do right and commit their souls for safekeeping to the faithful creator. Again, I speak this and declare it over those of you who are enduring and suffering for your faith in Messiah, in Yeshua, Son of God, Son of Man. I want to close out this episode with a tough scripture. I received this, I don't know, it might have been in August or September of 2020 for 2021. And I added it at the very end when I was releasing some revelations and insights and prophecies of that episode for 2021 because it's heavy. Actually, it even says that in the scripture about being heavy. It comes from Amos chapter 2, and I'm going to read from the Amplified Bible, but I also want to read another verse. And then I just want you to pause, and I want you to reflect, and I want you to find yourself. Where do you stand, and where are you with this Scripture. Amos 2.13, Behold, I am weighted down beneath you as a cart that is weighted down when it is full of sheaves. Now listen to this translation. That was the Amplified. I'm reading the Berean Study Bible now. 2.13 Amos, Behold, I am about to crush you in your place as with a cart full of grain. We're back at grain. We're back at this being such a strategic year. Grain is indicative and synonymous with harvest. If you follow Glory of Zion, uh, Chuck Pierce has been saying maybe since the end of last year, I know definitely all this year, we've entered into a new time of harvest and 2021 was about harvest. So let me break down these two different translations for us. Let me go back to the Amplified Bible. It's worded differently. God is saying in, or excuse me, the interpretation, translation in the Amplified is saying that the people of God are causing his name and his honor to be mocked because they're not living godly or honorable. We covered that back in 1 Peter chapter 2 about holy living. And now if you read all of chapter 2 of Amos, we're not going to go there. I did introduce this. I think it was episode 1 or 3 in the three-part series that I released for about 2021 back in December of 2020. Go back and listen to that at your own leisure. But if you look at why God said what he said in, in verse 13, you will see that the sons of God were acting like plum fools. And it, was, it wasn't all of Israel just, excuse me, it wasn't just all of Israel clumped together. God called out specific tribes and specific peoples in what they were doing. Some were drunkards. Some were murdering and uh, and 
coming against and assaulting prophets. Some were causing people who were set apart and consecrated unto him to defile themselves. Some had entered into temple prostitution, which utterly caused people to demoralize their character sexually. Also, some people were more than likely sexually violated, but this was all done in a shrine, temple, or altar to false gods. All this stuff done. So God is saying in his house, 2021, the father in his house, the father calling all his sons to the table to reconcile, to come and dine and meet at his table. He's opened up an invitation in 2021, come, but he set some parameters and borders and boundaries. If you followed me when I released the word back in December, 2021 was a year about boundaries. And in his house, there are boundaries, there are guidelines, there are rules. And God has said to us, you will no longer cross these boundaries moving forward. Consider your ways. And we don't consider our ways. We're continually mocking and weighing down his glory, his honor, his name of our foolish and indecent living. And you might not even be doing those things that I just gave examples of. You might just be full of religion, which you estimate which one is worse than the other. We're not going to do that right now. Going back to the Berean translation, behold, I'm about to crush you in your place. Have any of you been crushed? Did you feel the crushing this year? Did you feel like, why is your hand so heavy on me? Did you feel the blow after blow and plow after plow? And the, it, it's interesting to see how grain is harvested on a threshing floor. The th that's the word. Th did you feel the threshing and the thrashing, the flipping and the tossing? God is doing something with a people who he is calling his harvest. God is doing something with the grain. But God will have a glorious house. God will have glorious inhabitants in his house. God will have a glorious progeny and destiny in his house, according to the blood of his son that is shed for all mankind and by which we are saved. So go. And sin no more. That's for all of us. I decree deliverance over you. I decree you're, you have the ability. You have the anointing. You've been equipped with the anointing to overcome and resist. I declare over you the breaker anointing. I ask Holy Spirit that you would fill the earth, the sons and the daughters right now. Anoint us with the ability to overcome and to Run into our there, run into our destiny to abandon and leave behind all the things we once loved and gave our affections to that dishonored you, Father. I ask for your anointing. I ask for your anointing that breaks the yoke. Break it now. I call it broken off of us. And I thank you, Father God, that you are filling us with ability. You are filling us with self-control. You are filling us with love and you're filling us with honor 
to honor your word, to obey your word, new ears to listen to and new eyes to see what you're doing in the remainder of 2021 in 2022 that's coming ahead and in the remaining years of this decade. I pray you're blessed. I pray you're edified. I pray that you will go forward in your deliverance. Let him get out of you whatever needs to come out of you, whatever needs to come out of me in his house. He is the holy God. He will not have profane worship. He is the honorable God. He will not have disrespect. He is the only one true God who stands alone. He will not tolerate those in his house giving their affections to another. So as God says to Jacob in Genesis chapter 35, rid yourselves from your household items. That's also called teraphim. Because I have a place to take you. I have a there for you in your household, Jacob. But you can't take those foreign gods, those idols, that pagan worship. You cannot take the teraphim with you where I am sending you or you will perish because I will crush you. Sobering word, corrective word, but good word. Blessings.